Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and our chatters today are Steve, Sharpie, and Lauren. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. Hiya. Hiya. How's everyone doing? Just ducky. Tired. You said that last week. I know, but it's worse this week. I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. So I have a legit reason. Last week I was just tired. Time for a trip to Disney World. Yeah, and maybe take a relaxing version of that trip to Disney World. Oh, what a segue. I do like the segue. (laughs) Segue's good. We got an email from listener Lauren and... Not not mouse chatter, Lauren. No, listener Lauren. By so, the way, great name. Just going to throw it out there. And great city. I'm just going to throw that out there. Born Valid and point. raised in Chicago. Ugh. So she's a little bit of the best of both of us, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that works. All right. Um, and just to kind of, she's got a long email, so I'm going to try and paraphrase. Um, she and her family are diehard Disney fans, and they're... All type A, go, 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 go. Workaholics, vacation is work. You know, you go and you try and get it all in. Um, I guess play till you drop. And they do work hard all year long. And then when they go on vacation, they're, they're very exhilarating vacations, but they're not relaxing. And so she wants to know. If we have any tips or ideas to suggest to her family for future Disney trips. Um, she's tried planning relaxing evenings in Disney Springs, but then they just end up going there and heading back to the room right after because they're so tired. So maybe uh, if they take a break this year, um, they'll be able to find ways to prevent this type of habit or pattern from forming. And uh, she says this may be a difficult question to answer, but I'm guessing. I'm looking for tips on how to engage fast-paced people while also allowing us to relax. I hope this makes sense. If not, I'll be happy to clarify. Thanks for just reading this. I really, really appreciate it. Have a great day, Lauren. So, she's looking for the fast-paced yet relaxing Disney vacation. I have all kinds of ideas. Yeah, and I'm I think sure we I think we understand the question. It sounds like a contradiction, but it's not. So yeah. it can There's, happen. It can happen. And actually, I think we've gotten to a point where we really balance that better. Well, you I know? I would not consider, and I'm just speaking <clears throat> at least from my perspective, I don't consider my current Walt Disney World vacationing methods as go, go, go. And that's what I like about them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I don't mind getting up early and going to rope drop, but I am not going to be spending 12, 16 hours in the park. It's not going to So after, uh, after we got Lauren's email, I, I responded back to her email uh, to get a few more details about her and her family and what they like and what they prefer. Um, and the reason why I, I we, we just talked about this, but the email just her email response just came in. So I'm gonna uh, do a, a, a quick rundown here um, of a few points of things that they like and dislike. Uh, and I, I think th- 
both of what you just said, Lauren, and what you said, Lisa, really kind of hit home with the way that they like to vacation. Uh, So listener Lauren says, here's a quick snapshot of our family's vacation style. We do not like waking up early. Okay. We can work with that. Um, Every year to year, I try to do at least one or two early days because lines are so much better then, but it never happens. We typically wake up around nine uh, and are out to get breakfast at the hotel by 10, at the bus stop by 1030, and arrive at the parks around 11 a.m. Then we'll typically eat lunch or snack around 2 p.m. and dinner around usually 7 or 8 p.m. They typically do the Disney dining plan. Um, We stay in the parks until 10 or 11 p.m. Sometimes we'll park hop and split the days for a certain dinner. Um, or do like a ho- Hollywood Studios day until dinner and then dinner at di- until dinner and then dinner at Disney Springs or another park and then end the night for an hour or so at Magic Kingdom. Uh, their favorite park is Magic Kingdom, uh, but they uh, we used to really enjoy Hollywood Studios, but since lots of closings, uh, there hasn't been much to do. We like Epcot but um, aren't classic Epcot people and my brother and I are too young uh, for my family to enjoy drinking around the world yet have one more year to go. <laughs> mm. uh, we love the new additions at Animal Kingdom. On an average, we go for a total of around eight days, six full days, two travel days, three at Magic Kingdom, and then one at each of the other parks and a half day at Disney Springs. They usually go around Christmas, um, college students involved there, and then a seasonal business schedule between March and August. Um so they don't have too much time off in the summer. Um, we found that if we go starting January 1st, it is much less busy than between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that gives us gives us a lot of uh, helpful details there, uh, specifically about not getting up early, uh, about staying up late, and about adjusted meal times that are off the normal path. So a lot of details there. Yeah. I mean, or, um, the thing I like to do, and I did a quick email to, to Lauren, uh, and this is what we've done for a while, but it's different because like, if you're going on your one and only Disney vacation, you want to be, you know, five, you're seven days. Out. Yeah. You want to be in the park five, seven days full on. And then you come home and you're like, oh, never want to do that again. So, but you feel like you need to get your money's worth, but you're just exhausted. So we've broken that pattern. I don't remember how we ended up doing it, but we, um, you know, we could go five or seven days and maybe only spend three days in the park, but we'll stay at a nice Disney resort. So we'll stay on property. So we still have that connection to Disney and that Disney feel. Cause we're at a really nice resort. We're right there. And, you know, so we'll stay maybe at the beach club and they have an awesome pool. We'll do a pool day. We'll get some have ice. To do a pool day. We'll get some ice cream at Beaches and mm-hmm. Cream. Um, and, you know, so the kids can enjoy some ice cream. We can walk around the boardwalk at night and watch some of the entertainers and, and get some snacks. So that's a much more relaxing pace than seven full days. And then the other thing, if they're going during Christmas, which is like the perfect time in, in January, so you can still see the Christmas decorations. Um, if there's a Mickey's... A uh, very merry Christmas party, late December, early January. Still, I, I forget when it when it stops. But that's also another way if you do a Halloween party or a Christmas party, because then you can spend the beginning of the day just kind of relaxing. You can go to Disney Springs, you can hang out at the resort, 
and then spend that afternoon, go at four, go to that party and don't use a, a ticket for that day. And then you don't, you're not go, go, go. So that's, and then I know Lauren does groups. She's like the, the queen of having groups at Disney world and keeping them together and keeping them on track. So she probably has some other good tips. <laughs> well, yeah, groups are tough to keep. Like big groups are tough to keep like on quiet days. Cause a lot of them usually go and they're, they're more rushed for time. But for me personally, when I go, I like to kind of take down time depending on the day before. So if I plan on a late night the night before, I'll plan on a late start the next day or even a, mostly a down day the next day. You know, relax by the pool, maybe do a little shopping in Disney Springs or go have like a, a nice dinner in Disney Springs, listen to some music. You know, you can totally relax in Disney. I love to go to the lounges. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, um, and just kind of sit and, and if they have music playing or there's something going on, just listening and have a drink and relax. And like, I love to do that in the evening. Uh, the boardwalk has great entertainment at night. You can just kind of sit out there and, and watch what's going on. Um, I think there's, there's a lot to be said for that kind of relaxation, you know, or just people watch, you know, go pop a squat on a bench in Disney Springs with an ice cream cone and just kind of hang out and watch the people go by. Like there's definitely things you can do that are downtime. Um, I think definitely scheduling in some downtime will force you to do it. So, you know, if you are going to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party or the Christmas party one night, the next day, take it slow. Don't get up early. Don't rush. Don't set the alarm. Sleep in, have a leisurely breakfast, you know, maybe head to the park around one o'clock and start your fast passes then so that you're not pushed to rush. Well, and you know, you, you can create it or you cannot create it. And that's kind of the nice thing. So to pair with you that, know you're going to be there later. Um, you know, talking about doing a not so scary or very merry an evening event party, um, make that earlier part of your day a non-park day as well and make it a casual day, whether you're going to get up late and stay at the pool or check out a different resort. There are resort hopping right there is a lot mm -hmm. of fun, especially during the holidays. Yeah. And that's when they travel. So that's yeah, that's a great time. Good. Good point, Lise. Yeah. So then you're not using a ticket on the day that you're doing one of the, um, the very Mary's and you're relaxing. Yeah. And then you're relaxing. And the good thing about the Disney pools is they are heated all year round and uh, you just have to worry about getting out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you will hit, hit some cold days in December, January, but the, the water is still going to be warm. The pools yeah. are not going to be empty. I think, I think a big thing to consider here uh, is a one word combination of two meals and that's brunch. Mm, I love I think, brunch in Disney. I think getting up, uh, <clears throat> eight, nine o'clock, uh, and, and making it to a brunch reservation and really planning to make an event of it. Even, even if you want to get dressed up, even if you want to spend time just kind of hanging around, uh, have some coffee at your resort before you go. Really take the time to enjoy the morning, uh, and that's something. Even if you and and he, this 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 is part of me coming out. I know you like to 
don't like to wake up early, but get up and watch a Florida sunrise over Bay Lake. Mm. Do it. I'm never doing that. Uh, (laughs) If she happens to be up that late. My favorite parts of vacation because there's just something about it. It's not something that I would do on a regular basis during during just the average work week. I wouldn't get up just to watch the sunrise. But because you're on vacation and you know that you can nap in the afternoon and if you want to, if you get tired, uh, or you can take a nap by the pool, or you can go find a hammock. Those are all great options. Um, but yeah, get up early, watch sunrise, enjoy the time around the resort, even go back to bed for an hour or so if you want to, but plan to do a, a lunch reservation or a brunch reservation. Um, so that way it kind of forces you to break up that middle of the day. Uh, spend an hour or more at a meal. Plan plan to have time, family time or just couple time. However, uh, if you're specifically talking about Lauren's situation, family time. Uh and just enjoy the experience. Like I said, make an event of it. Take the time. Uh, and doing it at Disney Springs is is a great option uh, because you can kind of hang around Disney Springs, relax, uh, take a boat ride uh, up to uh, Port Orleans, take a carriage ride in the afternoon, plan to spend the day doing structured things that are at a leisurely pace. So that way you're not tempted to run, 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 run. You have your day scheduled out. You have your day planned. And that way you're not constantly in a rush. Yeah, kind of. Because that's the most important thing is structure it out so you take the time to enjoy it. Right. Spend the day over at at Fort Wilderness. Oh, you lost uh, me. You lost do, me at the uh, world horseback event. riding. Do archery. <laughs> do oh. a, a, a like a Segway tour or something. Uh, do there's a lot do, over there. I, yeah, there's a lot to do over there. Uh, if your family's into fishing, you can always do a fishing boat excursion. Um, plan those things out. Don't go to the park. Stay out of the park, or just go into the park for dinner if you want to. Yeah, if take, you don't, if you take don't the have time, to use a schedule the time, pick up a times guide when you go into the park and be sure to catch the shows and things, especially over at World Showcase. Be sure to catch the different performers uh, that are in, then that are in a lot of the different countries. Um, don't the most important thing to do is don't be in a hurry. I know it's easier said than done. I was thinking along the similar lines with breakfast, get a character dining experience and make it for mid to late morning, make it the last reservation of the day and um, enjoy every character that comes out. And and if you play your cards right, you do get the best of both worlds between breakfast and lunch. The brunch is good. Lauren and I did wine bar, George. We have a show on, I'm, on that. I'm one. doing it again too. Are you? I am. I booked it for August. It was too good not to do again. It was really good. Although what sometimes. What are you doing it in August? Mm. Ooh, Sunday, the 25th. Now, is it every day or is it only on Sundays? It's only Sundays. Okay. So, uh, Wine Bar George when you get is in, only Sharpie. on Sundays. I don't come in until later that week. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. good. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, it was a great way to kick off the uh, vacation. And I love the lounge. That, that Wednesday ahead of the. 
the meetup on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. The lounge idea is phenomenal too, because when I'm in the park and you're waiting and it's hot and you're go, go, go. And and then you finally hit a lounge break. It's really nice because it, it takes you out of that waiting in line and rushing and kids going crazy and whatever. And you sit down in a nice, cool air conditioned, especially Italy, the Italian pavilion that I love that lounge over there. And we go, when you go in there and you're like, Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, You're like transported to a whole nother world. It's dark. Um, they've got cheese and wine and drinks, although you, they're not at the age to, to be able to drink that, but I'm sure they have all kinds of Disney frozen drinks, non-alcoholic drinks and whatever, but it's nice just to relax, sit down and then, and you're not sweating and you're just, and then you, then you step back out and you're, you're like refreshed to go again. So it's definitely a nice, a nice break. And it's also a nice break when you're walking around Epcot because it's, like perfectly located almost halfway. So it's a great time to take a break, but there's, I mean, we love the one over at animal kingdom. At, uh, I can't think of what's the name of that place. The one that has, sounds like you no, know, the, the lounge at animal kingdom or the fit, the fish place. Sharpie knows more. The lounge where you sit Tif- outside. Tiffins. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> Tiffins is an awesome lunch. No mad do lounge. Yes, Nomad Lounge at Tiffin's. You can sit outside. They've got couches. Or you can sit inside and you can get sliders, all kinds of great food. Or even in the, any of the lounges at the resorts. If you go back to the resort early, I don't know. There's- yeah, there's some great, um, that's what I was saying. There's some great, like, lounges to kind of Like every resort has sit a signature. and relax yeah. and, you know. They're all adding and I mean, their own. You could even do The Void. In Disney Springs, if you wanted to do something that didn't require a lot of walking and just something fun and different to do. Yep. And you know, awesome. or Splitsville, go bowling. Yeah, Splitsville is a lot of fun. You know. I enjoyed both of those. Both of those are phenomenal. The Void, either the Star Wars or the Ralph Rex the Internet are both phenomenal. It's like well, for us it was like nothing we'd ever done before. If you haven't <laughs> if you haven't done the virtual reality stuff like the full on professional virtual reality stuff. It's pretty amazing. I like the Ralph breaks the internet. I like star Wars too, but the Ralph one was cute. So. All right. Bowling is fun and bowling. You can get drinks. You can get sushi. You can get really good food. Pizza. Yeah. They got all kinds of stuff. It's not just fries and burgers. Another thing to do on a lazy day is a water park. Yeah, that's fun too. I know. I know they're they're they, they most often go in December, January, so it can be a a, a tad bit dicey. Depends. Uh, planning for a water park, but the other thing to consider is doing a Disney cruise. Oh, oh that's yes. going to make you relax. Because while you can run around a lot, you're on a ship, so you can only run so far. <laughs> oh, the Disney cruise is the mo- is the most relaxing of all of all those. We love, I concur. Oh, we love the Disney cruise because everyone can do their own thing and then you can all meet up and you can go at your own pace. Then you meet for dinner. You mean you would leave the coffee shop to go to lunch and then go yeah, back to go the, back coffee, to the shop coffee shop and then come back to it's dinner. so awesome. Yeah, that's Steve's routine. And then they've got nice shows and the crowd level's not massive because you have a set number of people. So you've got a set crowd and it still has that Disney feel and the, the private island is amazing. Everything. The Disney cruises are awesome. It's another way of doing Disney World without 
It's like another spin. And then you get to go to some exotic islands or islands, depending on where you go. Now I want to take another Disney cruise. <laughs> oh, like I didn't see that one coming. Now I'm really excited for our uh, Vero Beach vacation. We're going to Disney's Vero Beach Resort later this summer. So I'm super excited about that because I am typically the type that I don't, I, once I start, I don't stop. Um, but the, the, the kind of laid back feeling of that resort, I think is going to be Let a me great tell you, thing for me. Literally one of my favorite places in the U.S. to go. It's so relaxing. It's reasonable. You can just hang out on the beach or by the pool all day. I didn't find the food to be relatively expensive there. And then at night, you can go to some of the local restaurants. And the food was great. Like there was a lot of seafood. There was a lot of really good places to go eat. Not overly expensive. It was amazing. I loved it there. You're going to love it, Sharpie. I'm excited. Well, and the sister to that would be Hilton Hood. Oh, yes. Disney Hilton Hood Island. You've that, done see, that one. Oh, yeah. We've done that a bunch. That's that. That's our, our, our kids love it. We love it. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Vero Beach is going to be like Hilton Head, except right on the beach. Because Hilton Head is not right on the beach. But I love – I'm hoping that the biking – around the island area is as much fun at Vero Beach as it is at Hilton Head because I had so much fun biking all over the island. Well, Hilton Head's all about biking. I don't know about Vero if that has. I've never been, but it would be interesting to see if they... There, there are trails that go from hmm. from end to end on, on the... Because uh, Vero Beach is ki- kind of an island. It's, it's a... Uh, What's it called? A, a shelter island, I guess. But uh, you have the you have the Indian River Basin on the back side of it, but then you have the Atlantic Ocean on the other side. So, hmm. yeah, both of those resorts are very real. well. We haven't done Vero, and we've only spent literally forty eight hours at Hilton Head uh, to try it out. And I can see both of those being an awesome vacation. So many options. I would definitely say, yeah, either of those would be probably the most relaxing. I think the key to relaxation, go to the spa. Mm. No one mentioned the Always. spa. Yeah. Very, cool. very true. The spa is so expensive. And it is expensive, but we didn't say that we were capped and we had to be reasonable and economical. I'm too stressed because I'm thinking about the price. You're so funny because I'm the same exact way. Like this is costing me how much? Can't do this. Yeah. I look at that and then it's I start calculating it. how much it costs me per minute. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's too stressful. Too stressful for me. Although the spa on a cruise seems to be the even more expensive option lately. Those, those spa things on a cruise are ridiculous. But, and I don't think I've ever done a Disney spa. Oh, wait, I've done the beach what? club. The beach club, yacht club at a Disney World spa. I was going to say, that shocks me. I did. I had a girlfriend that worked there way back. So anything else for Lauren? Listener no. Lauren's question. I oh. excel at relaxing. Cup of coffee on the balcony. 
I'm a happy <laughs> little camper. That's true. And you could do a uh, concierge level. Oh, yeah. That's Sharp, a good point. Sharpie and Lerner. Good at that. They like the concierge. And then you uh, can kind of take it easy, have your breakfast there, and just uh, and I man the the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge for kind of laying out and getting a drink and sitting by the fire, either outside or inside, and just kind of hanging out, watching the animals. But it's a different vacation. It's not. And then everyone doesn't understand when I come back from Disney, and they're like, "Why would you go? You already went when you were a kid." But you go. You, you it's always different. Yeah, you go to enjoy the resort and you go to enjoy breakfast and you go to enjoy a show, but you, you don't go to spend seven days from 6am till 1am standing in line. Well, and I, I think that's a good point, Steve, because I think if you are going there and you're going there year after year like that, I think the key to changing it up and making it different is try something new. Every time you go, try a new restaurant, try a new experience, do a tour. You know, like every time I go, I try something new that's come out and there's almost always something new at Disney. So, you know, or I'll try a restaurant I haven't eaten at in years. Like I rotate and, and just keep trying new things. And I, and I think that keeps it fresh and, and new too. Yeah. You can hit SeaWorld for a day. You could go to Universal for a couple of days. So you can kind of split things up. You can go to the outlet mall. I don't know. There's a lot of different things that. There's so many things in Orlando going on and Disney. It seems like every day we have a new news story that comes out for some new restaurant, some new things that, well, then you got the festivals, food and wine. There's a lot of new new stuff at Disney spring. Always. Oh, and the Disney spring. Yeah. Every day. There's new things every week. Like we can't get away from a new show. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're always, (laughs) always doing something changing up. Like I just saw they're doing Christmas in July later this month. Oh, that's cool. I know. I'm now you want to go. Oh, now July. I want to go. Yeah. This is the problem. Although the disadvantage of Christmas in July is the heat versus Christmas in December at Disney. Very true. I don't know if I can There's handle no it. pretending it's Christmas in December and <laughs> in Disney it's too hot. All right. But hopefully that helps. I hope we didn't, you know, go on too many tangents here because we went on a couple. We do that a lot, though. But they were all good ones, though. They're all, all relatively related. I am fairly certain anybody that's listened to the show more than once knows that there's not a chance we're not going to go off on yeah. a tangent. <laughs> she, she re- Lauren recently found us and she caught up on all the shows up through last year. So she's almost completely caught up. So she did like a crash course. Oh. Yeah. We're sorry, Lauren. Yeah. She did a binge. And uh, so she understands. We go on our team. Yeah, I do hope that that helped you. And uh, we appreciate you writing in with a question. And with that, I think I'll go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more by going to mousechat.net. You can send questions and comments to us, just like Lauren did, and that would be comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.